Welcome, regrets, to Season 3, Episode 15 of TheDashRink.com's Blackhawks Ringcast, live from the COVID-19 studios. Brought to you by the Overtime Media Podcast Network, your sport, your team, on your time. And as always, we're also brought to you by our founding sponsors at PuckHockey.com. That's P-U-C-K-H-C-K-Y.com. Check out their new lines, throw some rink wear in there. Uh, rumor has it a lot of you have a lot of time on your hands right now. It's a perfect time to go shopping. You don't have to leave the house. Puckhockey.com. Throw some stuff in. Use the rink at checkout for 10% off on your orders. And uh, so, you know, support the podcast. Support the uh, website and uh, get some cool hockey wear while you're at it. So today is Thursday, March 19th, 2020, and I'm your host, Jeff Osborne, better known across the interwebs as Puck and Hostel. My name is Jeff. It's Hefe, man. Y'all need to take a hit of this, Jeffrey. It'll calm you down. And I'm joined by my co-host and partner in crime, Mr. John Jekyll. Hello, sir. Oh, listen, I got a suggestion that uh, we do the musical intro and musical outro to Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult in honor of recent developments. <laughs> They're the two biggest dickheads in the world. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I know a guy that and can I make that happen. And I just proved it. Yeah, I, I know a guy that can make that happen, so... Luckily, I could pay him, pay him a few dollars <clears throat> or pay him nothing at all. Eric Bloom. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, all right. Well, um, everybody kind of really knows what's going on today is about a week into the NHL season being postponed or as the Blackhawks keep saying, or as Gary Bettman keeps saying paused. Uh, they're both the, the same thing to me, but um, whatever they, whatever, they want to use for their word to make it seem like whatever they want to make it seem, uh, go ahead and use it. So, um, quickly, uh, the Blackhawks had 12 games remaining. They're 32, 30 and eight. Um, they're seventh in the central with 23 or 23rd overall. Uh, they basically were right where they were last time. We all, we, we got together for all this. Their gold differential is negative six. Uh, faceoff percentage was 17th in the league. Uh, Penalty kill is ninth in the league. Power play is 28th in the league. Uh, goals for 18th. Goals against 17th. And then uh, they're last in the league in shots faced uh, a game. And then in the in, in the metrics, uh, they are uh, 22nd in Corsi, which is total shots, and 26th in Fenwick, which is total unblocked shots. High danger save percentage, 84.39, which is sixth overall. And uh, five on five save percentage is ninety two and a half, which is eighth overall. So that's really good. But I mean, the bigger thing is is the Blackhawks season has been paused, and the whole NHL and basically every other sport has been paused. So um, just quickly, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds here, but what are your thoughts, John? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well, avoiding all Chinese conspiracy theories for the next hour. Um, <laughs> This little inside <laughs> joke between me and my my uh, compadre here. Nailed um, it. So, so uh, my thought is, uh, yeah, I mean, I, and again, not to get down in the weeds, I, I'm being a little pessimistic these days, though, and I wonder Just these days? what these. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, but I am wondering, really, honestly, what um, you know, what kind of season is going to be possible? Um, you know, once this thing 
dies down or becomes contained and then, you know, getting everybody back together and, you know, setting updates, et cetera. I mean, a lot of, uh, you know, scenarios have been thrown out about like, you know, um, uh, abbreviated playoffs. You know, I, I have a, I feel like they probably, if they do play again this year or this season or, you know, what passes for this season, I feel like they'll probably just sort of clip the regular season off where it was and, you know, go with the finish that they have and, um, you know, maybe do an abbreviated playoffs. Cause I, I just, I don't know. I don't see them getting back to hockey. Gosh, you know, really any time before May 1st, um, just in light of how this thing's going and, and other factors, you know, maybe I'm wrong or, uh, you know, and maybe it's going to be much longer, but, um, yeah, so I, my, my guess is, is that they'll, you know, call the regular season a regular season and maybe get in some playoffs in a Stanley cup, um, at some point this summer, maybe. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be real interesting. Uh, something that I just want to kind of throw out there and kind of tease what we're gonna talk about a little bit later. Um, in the interview with Rocky Wirtz, he mentioned something that I think everyone kind of glossed over. Uh, I maybe maybe I'm just looking too much into things. Uh, maybe I think it's a Chinese conspiracy. <laughs> it's quite possible. <laughs> but uh, Rocky Wirtz mentioned something about you know I you know I don't know when when it's gonna start or whatever, but. You know, I know they're going to, the NHL is working hard and all the, you know, all the other blah, blah, blah that he pulls off. But he also mentioned once they're ready to get started, training camp, he says, which I found very interesting. really interesting. Yeah, Yeah. which is very interesting to me that, I mean, I guess kind of it would make sense if these players are stuck inside, they're not getting the workouts, they're going to be a little bit out of shape. Right. You may have to give it a week long. Right. um, training camp or something before that uh yep. gets rolling so i know i didn't even really think of that and it just popped up because you know hearing hearing rocky say that um but we're going to talk a little bit more about rocky later so but uh, yes yeah, I, a bit more i kind of echo the uh the sentiments that you had um i don't know what's going to happen i i've heard a lot of uh, scenarios and things like that and i, I don't want to get too deep into them you know i want to tease you a little bit to get into this but I don't know how many of them are that feasible. And just because someone mentioned something on Twitter doesn't mean it's even a reality uh, because <laughs> no, I've, it's seen, not. I've seen some things and uh, I've even heard some things on like other podcasts and stuff like that uh, where I'm like, well, that doesn't seem all that realistic. Um, you know, they, they, while the league is going to have to do something uh, outside of the box, they're going to try and stick as much to the tradition as they can. Uh, they may edit it a little bit, but they're not going to go. They're not going to go anything crazy. Like, for example, a, a thirty-one team playoff, everybody in tournament. Like, yeah. they're not yeah. going to do something like that. I mean, it's just too crazy. The setting that up, and then what was the regular season for? If everybody's just getting in, and some teams, you know, some teams, and on top of that, the amount of games that would have to be played. You could only do like a you know final four type of tournament where you're, you're one game out, and there would be a lot of complaining about that. And uh, there's just too many logistics to that to something like that that I don't think that they are, are going to have the time to do something like that. Nor do I think they're going to really want to do something like that. 
Yeah. One of the one of the uh, tweets, I believe it was a tweet I saw somebody said that, you know, they if the, if they did a 24 team tournament, the Hawks would qualify based upon their position today. And I'm like, I, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I want this team to make the playoffs, but I want them to deserve to be to there. Earn it. Yeah, it should be. Um, yeah. And so the other thing, though, I was just thinking about this while you're talking is, you know, you know, the, the playoffs, players are getting on planes like every every few days, um, you know, back and forth going to, to whoever they're playing against. I just in the thing, I just thinking about that, I'm thinking, man, this thing is going to have to be gone. Like no more cases of this thing before you, you're going to have teams, hockey teams getting on planes and going back and forth for playoff series. Um, like they normally do. I mean, it, so again, I, to, you know, to my way of thinking, that pushes this thing way out. I mean, uh, I, you know, the other possibility, and I think I've thought about, it, I'm sure other people have as well, is, you know, what if they don't? What if they can't play hockey again until September? Yeah. I mean, is this yeah. is it gone? Is it gone today? And the President's Cup winner is the Stanley Cup winner, or they just you know, don't, I don't award? Know. I mean, they've not award. They've gone where they didn't award the Stanley Cup before. Yeah. From work stoppages or other things like that, you know. Right. And and this would this would qualify for something like that. But uh, yeah, that's interesting. We'll we'll talk about it a little bit more. Let's take a quick break. We'll come right back. We're gonna we're gonna talk more about this uh, the pause in the season, and then we're gonna talk about something. Uh, talk about Rocky Wirtz and the comments that he made uh, as far as you know uh, the team and and things like that. So uh, we'll go to break, and then we'll be right back. Finding the right pros for home projects can be tough and spark a lot of questions like, how do I find a pro who can help? Will they do a good job? Will I get a fair price? That's where HomeAdvisor can help. From leaky faucets to major remodels, HomeAdvisor connects you to the right pro for the job in seconds and even helps you get a fair price. Read reviews, check project cost guides, and book appointments. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free HomeAdvisor app to start your next project. All right, welcome back. So uh, we were talking about the pause in the season. Uh, Blackhawks, you know, are, are outside of the playoffs. If if a traditional playoff, you know, sixteen team setup would happen, uh, which honestly that's where they should be outside of the playoffs. Now uh, we we kind of talked about this in the pre or during the commercial kind of thing. Um, you know, the, it had been mentioned that maybe there was like going to be a twenty four. You know, they would bump up to from sixteen to twenty four. Uh, which you know was going to be logistically a little bit more complicated and things like that. And the Blackhawks and all the meatballs would be happy because the Blackhawks would make it into the playoffs and they could, you know, uh, you know, turn their nose up to us because we said they weren't going to be a playoff team and they weren't going to make the playoffs. When honestly, they had not earned to be in playoffs. This would be basically the same thing that happened with them getting the third overall pick dropped right in their lap. Uh, they didn't earn it. Uh, they were just gifted it by the the draft lottery. And in this case, they would have been gifted it by an unfortunate circumstance in this pandemic. Uh, So, I mean, really, honestly, that still doesn't, if that, if that were to happen, and I don't think it will happen, uh, that they're going to change the playoffs. I think, honestly, my thought is, I think they're going to stick with a 16, you know, they're going to try and stick with a 16 game or 16 team playoff system. They like that. They're going to go with, I mean, maybe they play a couple games. Maybe they don't. I don't know. It's, especially like we said with, or like I said, with the, the training camp thing, you never know. It's going to push it out, you know, another week too, maybe. Um, but I think, you know, maybe that what they were, are going to do is scale down the each round. 
Uh, I've seen where like yeah. you know, in the first round, it's like three games, best yeah. of three, two out and, of three. Yeah. and the next two are best out of five. And then the cup yeah. is best out of seven, which was, which would condense the playoffs down. Yep. yep. So I agree. that's what I think, you know, if everything goes as we hope it will go and this won't last too long and everything like that, that's how I really think it'll go. And I, I don't think it takes, you know, I'm not going out on a limb here. I'm not spitting hot takes. I mean, it's really 16 game, 16 team playoffs, 16 team playoff. It's what they already had. They just have to trim the series down a little bit and, and, uh, and make that happen. So anyway, I don't think either way, even if they were to expand the playoffs, the Blackhawks making it doesn't mean a damn goddamn thing. They're still a bad team. Um, They can sometimes play, uh, you know, really well and um, score a lot of goals and things like that and make it give you the illusion that they're a good team, but they're really not. They're not consistent. They're not built for that. And the, uh, you know, we sure. Yeah. They've played, they played fairly well too, uh, you know, going into this, this, uh, this break, except the, you know, I, a couple trip ups here and there, but for the most part, they've been playing pretty well since the, the trade deadline, but um, <clears throat> playing pretty well does not qualify you for the playoffs. I mean, you have to play, they had to play excellent, basically lose like maybe two games the rest of the way. If yeah. They, so uh, yeah, I mean, they are what they are. That's what it is. You know, yeah. this fake parody aside, they're not that good a team. So no, they're no. really, <laughs> honestly, they're like what third, third or, or six teams from the bottom. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, go ahead. It's an ex- excellent segue into the R- Rockwell Wirtz topic. Yeah, yeah, it is. So Rocky was interviewed by the uh, Hawk Talk podcast guys, Charlie and Pat Boyle. They did a great job. They asked some questions. I don't know if they really got anything as far as answers or not, but um, there was some interesting uh, develop there, or there were, were some de- interesting developments that came out. When uh, when he was asked, when uh, uh, Wurtz was asked by Pat Boyle at the end, uh, do you need to wait for this season to play out or, you know, the playoffs or the cup to be for you to um, figure out where this organization stands as far as like the players and the management? And this was his answer in uh It'll take a second, so hang in there. But um, this was his answer and what he gave. You look at everything. I mean, you're looking at salaries. You're looking at free agents. You're looking at signing college players, uh, free agents in Europe. Um, the nice thing is John McDonough and his crew and 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 uh, Sam Bowman. We have a good organization. In my humble opinion, we have a good organization. They will figure it out. On my my epitaph and on my tombstone with my kids, it's going to be, and I promise you, it's going to be on there. So you you go to Ivan Oak Cemetery after I die. You're going to say, just figure it out. I promise you, it's going to be the day I was born, the day I died, and just figure it out. They will figure it out. I promise you. That's what he had to say as far as like the Bowman McDonough situation uh, in the organization. What do you think? I don't think he's being completely truthful. Um, and it's not so much that he's just like bald face lying, but I think that I think I'm going to give a tip of the cap to our old friend. Um, he's not old necessarily. He's really probably not much older than I am anyway. Um, Elsa Maglia, who 
Um, <laughs> you know, uh, and now I apologize if you're younger than me. That's possible too. <laughs> that's and most people are younger than I am. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, but Al has always remarked and, and, um, had a lot of good insight as he always does. Al's, Al's got a real good mind for business and, and Al's talked about how the Blackhawks, um, for the last, uh, number of years, really, even, even when they were winning, uh, and, and a really good team or a relatively good team that they that they were really really hurting in terms of the bottom line the balance sheet every year um and that Wurtz was taking losses now i don't i don't know whether that's entirely true or not but apparently that was the that was a scuttlebutt coming out of the team that Wurtz was taking losses now you look at what's happened over the last couple of years where ticket demand has, has started to to fall off especially with regard to resale probably merchandise definitely um, and you know, the team is, is still, um, paying a lot of money to, uh, to its players, um, to its executives, et cetera, all of whom have contracts. It's not just the players have contracts, the executives too. And, um, you know, the, the other thing, you know, we've talked about it, you know, if you want to get rid of Stan Bowman or you want to get rid of John McDonough, they have contracts and it's going to cost money to get rid of them. And I, I feel like, Rocky Wirtz is is really kind of backed into a corner, um, and I could be wrong, but I, I believe I believe this is probably true. He's backed into a corner now where um, he he doesn't ha- his revenue is falling off, um, probably directly and indirectly, and yet he has these substantial um, obligations of the organization, and uh, you know rather than bite the bullet and spend the money it would take to re- overhaul the front office. He's just he's all in with these guys. And, you know, he's it's like it's like the same stuff that Bowman and McDonough tell us. You know, it's all this serious. We're going to we're going to figure it out. We're going to get this done. We're going to get it turned around. We're accountable, et cetera, et cetera. But but, you know, I I mean, I, I really feel like and I said this on Twitter today is that the arc of this franchise over the last couple of years, maybe the last three years, really since 2015 has been that of the Detroit Red Wings after 2009. Where they they have this aging core of players that they've committed a lot of money to, um, who are still around, and then they're trying to sort of fill in around them with the draft and you know wherever else they can find the spare parts, and the team just slowly slides towards mediocrity, and you know Detroit's been on this trajectory now for eleven years, eleven years since they won the cup in two thousand nine, and. Uh, I, I feel like that's where the Hawks are. I, I think that I think that this front office, um, whether it's you know and you know people want to put it all in Bowman. I'm not sure it is. I think it's more of a function of the entire front office, and you know Rocky Wirtz has just rubber stamped it, um, and um, I don't think it's going to change. I, I I don't think it's going to change until you really clean house with the front office, and then there's um, significant rebuilding with the roster because it's like. You need one in order to have the other. The front office is going to have to change because um, the the moves that they're making, and we could go back to the trade deadline and and the way the Robin Leonard situation was handled, and all of the you know the the savior du jour that's been promised every year, you know uh, Dylan Sakura or Tyler Mott or whoever the hell it was, you know it's just it's it's I just don't think it's going to change, and and it's not going to change really until the pain gets too great for words. Cause I mean, you, you, I listen to a statement and I go, yeah, just hang with us, just hang with us. We're going to get this figured out. 
yet I see no evidence of it. I see no change in the paradigm, no change in the formula. It, and rubber stamping Bowman and McDonough means it's not going to change. No, yeah, it's definitely not going to change. Well, you mentioned Bowman. Um, so I today would did, went and did some searching since we're all, you know, we're all stuck in our homes and we got we got a little time to do this stuff. And I brought up the press conference from 2017 after the Blackhawks uh, were uh, <clears throat> swept out of the first round by the the Preds after winning. Mm-hmm. Did they win the President's Trophy? I was yeah. That year, I think it was. No, I think they were. I I, did, I thought they were like third. Right. Well, maybe anyway. I'm wrong. Yeah. Anyway, um, I went and found that press conference because it's been pissing me off for three years now. This accountability stuff, and I wrote about it earlier. So I'm pulling clips like. Everyone's accountable. Uh, myself, coaching staff, the players. Um, we didn't meet our goal, so we all have to to look in the mirror and find a way to be better. That was three and years ago. Three years didn't. ago. Yeah, three years right. ago. And this one. Yeah. We're very, very unhappy, and it's unacceptable. Yeah, sure, right? You're always expecting your team. Like, we expect to win the Stanley Cup when we start the season. We expected when we started the playoffs to win the Cup. We didn't come anywhere close to that. So we need to reassess everything. That three years later, same thing. Every year it's been the same thing. Is it possible, is it even possible that it's just a natural course of the, of the camp era? I don't buy that. Um, Bullshit. I, I there's no excuses. We, we need to find a way. We need to get better. Um, our expectation is to win, and we didn't win. And um, that I don't buy into that. I think we have to find a way. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's just it's more of this, you know? You know, this is why we play is, is to get in the playoffs and to go to the Stanley Cup. Yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm not going to characterize what's going to change or how it's going to change, but we – we have to. We can't expect to, everything to come back with the exact same and think we're going to have a different result. Um, so when you don't meet your goals, things change. I mean, that last one right there, that, that says it all. You can't yeah. expect to go into the next season with the same team and, and think, expect things to change. They've done that for three straight years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I, it's funny because the, the I just – Going back in the time machine to three years ago, I mean, when they thought that they were realistically going to contend for a cup every year, that that dream has died. You know, now it's about just making the playoffs. Now that's the that's the one goal. Um, And, you know, they you know, the puck could bounce their way a couple of times next year and they'll make the playoffs. But but the fact remains. And here's the problem is that the playoffs thing becomes this, you know, pie in the sky um, for for fans um as though it, it validates what the organization organization is doing and i'm I'm just going to keep saying this and i i think when people when people listen to this and they hear it and they figure out what 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 i'm saying you get head nuts people get it but it takes it you, you have to get out of that um you know crack heroin meth that the team's selling you about making the playoffs the reality of this team is is that its best players are all over 30 Kirby Doc is going to be a really good player, but he's far from being one of the best players on this team. And he's far from being a player who can be a force in the playoffs this year or probably next year. Same with Adam Boakvist. We saw this year Alex DeBrinkett had a huge drop-off this year. Um, you know, And quite honestly, I've, be, I've become more of a fan of his than when he first came in the league. But the thing I said about him when he first came in the league is he's going to need someone to get him the puck 
and he's a he's a really good shooter, and he's going to get some goals. But other than that, eh, he's not, there's nothing special about him. Yeah, he's and not he's not he's, extra fast. He's not uh, right. he doesn't have great moves. He's a good shooter. He's a sniper. Right. He's not a road grader. Um, you know, I so the the point is. Well, we're waiting for those guys and, you know, who knows, maybe Ian Mitchell, maybe not. Aaron's Aaron's somewhere getting really upset with me right now. But, um, you know, but regardless, the best players in this team today are still Jonathan Tate, Patrick Kane, Duncan Keith, Corey Crawford. And, uh, you know, Crawford and Keith are both north of 35 and Kane and Taves every year are getting a year older. And that's that's the you know where this team is going. It's it's best players are getting older and probably not better every year. They're probably actually getting a little worse. And you know we saw that with Brent Seabrook. I mean, when his game fell off a cliff a couple of years ago, and Crawford's probably not the goalie he was a couple of years ago. I mean, when he's healthy on good nights, sure he's he looks great. But um, there was periods of time this year where he wasn't that good. And you know he's also got the injuries and. So all those things taken together, I mean, that's the problem with this team and and returning to contention because they've chosen not to fully tear down and rebuild. They've chosen to try to rebuild around a core that gets older and not as good every year. And that's the way that's where the team is heading, because unless the younger players get really good, really fast and they find a couple more of them really fast And 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 really honestly overpaid other than Keith. Right. Uh, you know, and Kane, you could say Kane too, but, you know, Taze is overpaid. Seabrook's well overpaid yep. uh, by double probably, if not more. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's what's going to hurt them going into next season is that they have all these people on their roster that are signed for a you know, certain term, and they've got RFAs like Dominic Kubelik they're going to need to sign and uh, Dylan Strom and a couple of others uh, that are going to require a little bit you know, a little bit of a raise, at least a little bit, yeah. probably more considerably than anybody, but, um, they don't, they're, they're not losing much as far as the cap goes and they're going to have to resign guys. And now I, I was going to mention this too, a little earlier with the season being paused. Yeah. This, this yep. means the likelihood of the, uh, the, uh, salary cap, uh, increasing like they said it might is probably nope. none. It's probably dead. Now the cap would probably stay flat, uh, or really close to it. If, you know, if, when the season actually, you know, then the, f- the following season actually starts. Yeah. So um, the Blackhawks are in a really bad position because they're going to have to make some decisions. And, and, and yeah, I've heard that, you know, buy out Ali Mata, buy out uh, Zach Smith. Okay. Well, you get an extra $5 million out of that. And, but I don't know that. What are you going to do with that $5 million? <laughs> and you still, I mean, you buy them out. You're still going to have some of that's going to count against your cap. Yeah, yeah, and then course. you have to replace them because you know what? Yeah, I mean it's really easy to say, ah, yeah, get rid of that Ali Mata, get rid of Zach Smith. Those guys, when they've been healthy this year, I, in my opinion, have have added something. I mean, Smith's been really good on the penalty kill, um, and Mata's been you know one of their better defensive defensemen this year, and that's something they need more of, not less of. So you're going to have to replace those guys if you're serious about keep making the playoffs next year. Yeah. Right. And you know, who, who are you going to replace him with? I, I, there's no one you could put in those spots that right now would make this team considerably better. No. <laughs> they could replace those no. two guys. Right. There's just, it's not there. They couldn't afford them on the, on the UFA market. Um, they're not going to be able to trade for them because they can't give up anything. 
and uh, anyone else in the system is not going to step in and play to no. the, you know, Boquist is fine. He's good. All good. And well, he is what he is. I, you know, um, but he's not going to be better than Ali Mata. Yeah. He's not- I mean, if you're, if the answer is, and I'm sure there's, there's just people listening. Some of them are going to be going, Oh, Ian Mitchell, Ian Mitchell. I, I got news for you. I mean, no, you know, Ali Mata is never going to make you, you know, forget Bobby or, uh, you know, or even Tom Pody. But I mean, Ian Mitchell, you know, if you put Mitchell and Boquist out there every night, um, now Boquist has improved, no question about it. But, um, you know, with with um, the, the overall defense core that the Hawks have, those guys are going to get taken advantage of a lot of nights. I mean, they're going to have a target on their back. They're going to get beaten up along the boards. And I mean, it's just the jump from, you know, junior and, and college to pro hockey is so big. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you want to, you know, have a have, you know, kind of semi tank the year next year and let those guys do some on the job training, that's fine. But, um, you know, the reality of it is if you're talking about making the playoffs, you're, you're going to need to have players on the ice who, you know, um, have the experience and the ability and the maturity to get you there. And, um, you know, the Hawks just, I don't know where they're going to find those guys. Cause I, I don't think a bunch of guys who were playing in college last year, um, or guys who are still, you know, rounding out their games like Boquist. I don't know if you can do it with, with those guys next year. No, not, not the way this organization de- quote unquote develops talent, uh, because they, they're not bringing anyone through the system quickly. That's going to, that's going to make a big difference. They're just not. So, well, you know, it, it it's going to be interesting over the next couple of weeks, months, whatever, because, you know, with, with the season being pushed out, we don't know what that's going to be. The, the Stanley Cup being pushed out, we don't know what that's going to be. For, you know, uh, the draft is, is when the draft is. Like, are we going to be, are they going to be holding, how are you, how are you going to hold the NHL draft? You're going to have to pause the NHL draft too? Um, because you can't hold it while the season's know. still going on. I guess you really got to know who, who sits where. Well, I mean, if they, if they, well, let's just war game it out. I mean, if they say that's it, it's over. The season's gone. The season's done, which is a possibility. And um, there are no playoffs. Um, or even if there are, even if there is a truncated playoff, um, you know, they can they can go from there and and do the draft order. And you know, they can do the draft. I mean, that's not that's not nearly as complicated. You know, with a virus swirling the globe like like playing playoffs would be. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, I guess it's doable. I mean, it'd be, and if, you know, if the season ended today and that's it, and, and these are the final standings, uh, the Hawks are, have a lottery pick, which is great. I mean, maybe they luck out again. Yeah. You know, we we could all, that's what they need. Yeah. We could all hope that that's for sure. I just, uh, I mean, what about like contracts that are up on July 1st? What if it goes past July 1st? Is there some kind of extension that's going to be yeah. put into? Yeah, you know, that's, yeah, it's going to be, be interesting. very interesting. They have to work it out with the PA. Yeah, there's you a know, lot of interesting the, things, like little quirky things that they're going to have to, because, I mean, if they play that cup late and say game, you know, the, the Stanley Cup starts on July, you know, 5th or something, and, and all contracts, you know, for a bunch of UFAs, potentially UFAs and RFAs, uh, are up on July 1st. What happens, you know? Uh the whole RFA situation. There's, this is going to get pretty technical. I got to imagine that there's, there are some book nerds that are in the NHL headquarters right now that are really trying to figure out like, uh, 
scenarios uh, so that they can just plug it in when this thing's all over with. Because I, I can't see them just waiting till, you know, that day and be like, all no. right, tomorrow right. we have to figure this out. Like, I, I, right. I think they have to be, there's probably got to be like a, well, if it's, if the season's able to start or roll, you know, resume whatever by this date we're going to do this by this date we're going to do this and that so forth and so on and i'm sure they probably already got a cutoff too if it's not done by you know right yeah absolutely july 5th yeah. well you yeah. know what it's it is what it is no no one was uh, presented a cup this year yeah so yeah they have to yeah um because the yeah, next season's and, coming <laughs> and training camps and stuff so like yeah uh, you can't push everything uh, you know in perpetuity down a couple of months because that's what would have 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 to happen or you would have you know some year where the, no one had a you didn't have a summer break at all right or, or something like that <clears throat> so it's going to be really interesting i'm curious to see more of uh more of this you know stuff leaking out from actual legit sources rather than just the twitter experts but uh, yeah I, I don't know how they play the the, the playoffs after july 1st if you got guys who are free agents, you yeah. can't unless, unless they do work out some kind of deal with the PA to do an extension and then they could literally finish the season like as late as like September or October, give them a couple of months off and then come back and play like 2013, a short, like a shortened season next year. You won't be the, the even more interesting thing. Let's say they do give them an extension and you're paying guys longer for longer than their actual contract was set up for. Right, and they're not doing anything. Right, not, no revenue coming in. I mean, you know, you're paying them. You give them a paycheck whenever they get their paychecks. I mean, I don't remember exactly how it's set up, but you know, you're giving them an extra paycheck, so they're making an extra so much, you know, money, so much, so many more dollars than you know what their contract was actually worth, because they're getting an extra paycheck or two or three or whatever. So yeah. yeah. <clears throat> anyway, I just thought that was kind of interesting, all that stuff. But uh, also the. Uh, the AC, the the, uh, the the ECHL and the AHL, uh, they pa- paused their seasons as well. So uh, there's nothing, not much of anything going on, man. No. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see how this is going to go. If we're going to have things to talk about over the next couple of weeks, uh, we were, we are still supposed to have forklift on, but I was kind of hoping we could have him on when it's a little more, at least something positive or something we you know we could be a little bit more lighthearted about things. Because right now it's just crazy. We're what seven days or six days into this uh, lockdown. Where we've all been working from home and not leaving the houses unless we ultimately had to, unless you're going to spring break. Uh, <laughs> with your bros, yeah, with my bros, we're just gonna party hard and be strong. Cause that's how you avoid getting viruses. <laughs> uh, yeah, idiots. Uh, anyway. So um, I think that's about it. You got anything else you want to bring up, really? No, not really. I mean, I just want to tell everybody to, you know, be smart, be safe. Um, you know, uh, I wish I could provide encouragement, but, uh, you know, I, I I don't know what's going to happen, you know. But, uh, you know, we'll figure something out. I mean, you know, maybe we could do like a roundtable with some of our favorite guests and we can talk about, uh, you know, some great moments of the last, uh, 10 years or so, you know, that's, that's something we could do yeah, possibly. Sure. We could do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Figure it out. Exactly. Figure it out. That's a Rocky. That's what Rocky wrong with them. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with them? Figure it out. That's what I say. So figure it out. 
figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we can come up with any ideas. Hey, listeners, if you got any ideas of things you'd like to hear us talk about, hey, send them in. Uh, we're open for anything, man. You could DM us. You could tweet at us. You can send us an email, podcast at thedashrink.com. Or I think it's a ringcast. Sorry. Actually, I probably have set both set up, but we'll just say podcast at the rink.com or the dash rink.com. Um, if you have any ideas, things you want to hear us talk about, uh, we're open, open for ideas and we want to keep this thing rolling. We don't want things to get too stale and get as out of shape as the NHL players are going to be when this thing finally gets rolling. So, um, I want to thank some people putting some really nice uh, reviews for us on the podcast. We really appreciate that. So thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, even the haters, whatever. <laughs> there were some very persistent haters too, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Life. yeah that, that is our life. Yeah. Um, other than that, I really don't have much more to say. Uh, me and Stankus, we fired up the old ring cat or shoutcast. Uh, just, just the full round. Uh, it's very different than anything we do here. Uh, we, we stick to the, we stick more to the facts here and that's more of us, uh, screwing around. So, uh, but we did that, uh, and that was fun. So if anyone want to go back and listen to that, who used to listen to that, go check it out. The shoutcast yeah. episode 95. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, all of our social medias, uh, at the rink official, at the rink shy, at the rink Colorado, at the rink Columbus, at the rink cast. I'm pocket hostel. You're at Jekyll. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be putting pieces up periodically on the website, www.thudishrink.com. Yes, we do have a website. We do write as well. So go there, check that stuff out. Um, if you want to go over to head over, head over to iTunes, rate and review us. Uh, we would appreciate that. Or Google play. You could do that too. I think they can leave reviews on there, but the most we see would be from uh, iTunes. So if you can head over to iTunes, rate and review us. We'd appreciate that. And if, if they're good, real good, I'll read them on the air. Uh, if they're just, you know, hey, hey, these guys are great, um, I might just leave for other people to read on the, on the internet yeah. rather than here on here. And if you've so. got crappy negative reviews, leave them on Yelp or uh, <laughs> Airbnb or something like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we, you're going to always have the one or two dickheads, so whatever. That's just the way it is. So, all right. Uh, I guess that'll do it. So, and thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to download, listen, and support us. Until next episode, see you on the ring.